everybody, it's Wednesday. You hear the music, you know what that means. Time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And we're going to be back with realty expert Adam Helgeson and a surprise guest right after this. And we are back for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Adam Helgeson, how are you today, man? Absolutely outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. How the last couple of weeks uh, treated you? So I got the Ride Elk Car Show yep. uh, on Sunday. You had your van with you. I had my sweet little van. Uh, that thing is really cool. I, I really wanted to hear it run since you put those pipes on there. Oh, yeah, it's got a little little rumble to it. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where'd you find this character? Uh, homeless guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in front of the barber shop trying to get money for a haircut. <laughs> this is the second time I've seen him, and you know he's been picking on my hair. Yeah. Well, we've all been kind of picking on your hair, and it, it looks good, by the way. Uh, State <laughs> Senator Scott Meyer, how, how are you, you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Good. You were uh, Bismarck yesterday. Just got home. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Uh, things moving and shaking out there, or not? Yeah, there really is because actually we're getting into the special session in November where we're going to talk about redistricting and how to spend some of those federal dollars. So uh, that wasn't why I was there. I was there for the taxation committee. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about property taxes. We talked about. You know, if you did a trade-in on an auto and if you went to a private party and how you should get credit for what you actually have or value compared to if you bring it to a dealership, and there's a lot of concerns there. So, I mean, I, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, I find a lot of people don't think about that, but... How long are you in town for now? Well, I mean, I'm back, you know, until next session, which would be January of 23. Okay, okay. So uh, we have meetings once in a while. Yep. Yeah, okay, I got to get uh, talk to you before you leave about getting you back on the show. All right, Adam Helgeson... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is about Berkshire Hathaway, and uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, you know, with real estate, if you want to buy a house, you need money. Oh, yeah. That's usually a good start. Or if you don't have money, that's where Scott comes into play. Okay. Okay. He, he, he can lend you some money. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot you have a real job. Yeah, I could take my hat <laughs> off. Uh, you see, even I have two business cards here. Once for mortgage and once for for politics, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's right. But Adam's Adam's a great guy to work with too, especially being a veteran and how he even understands the process. Uh, you know, we when we have our discussions many times about mortgage, it is kind of veers a little bit to VA just because one where his background comes from and just kind of our company. But yeah, it, it's it's you need that money, mm-hmm. okay, and, and, and you yeah. want to have people that you trust to get you through the process where you can connect with them, have that rapport. And, that's a really big part is just as much as the money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and just a disclaimer too, you know, I, I on this show, I recommend different stuff. Um, you know, I don't get any kickbacks from the Senator or here, you know, for, for bringing him on. Uh, you know, I just like to recommend people that I know how they do business. You know what I mean? And they mm-hmm. take care of my clients the way they should be treated. Um, and that's kind of why. And, and, you know, he is just a piece of the overall puzzle when it comes to choosing a realty expert like you, Adam. Uh, and we've talked numerous times about this, about all the different pieces of the puzzle that have to fall into place. And that's one of them right there. Correct. And I think that's kind of your first stop. You know what I mean? You want to make sure, one, you get um, can get approved. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, think their credit's better than it is. And I'm sure Scott has some stories. Um, and then, two... 
you know what I mean? You want to get that budget in place. Like I had to cancel a showing today because the guy realized he, he talked to his lender about the house and he realized, Hey, this is maybe a little bit outside my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, now you start looking at houses in the 350 range and whatever. Now you're like, oh man, I can only do like 280. Well, now your expectations are way off because you're expecting that 350 and, mm-hmm. you know, 280. It's just. And, and, you know, even though if you are approved for the money you're looking for, uh, you also got to realize there's more to life than just your house payment. You still have yeah. to live. Hey, hey, Scott, earmuffs. All right. Just because he lends you the money doesn't mean you need to take it. Right. All right? Okay. Okay. So, he's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> and, and many times I will have that discussion. People go, hey, well, what am I approved to? Mm-hmm. Well, what payment would you like? That's yeah. the question. Sure. I don't answer it with that. I always ask, what payment would you like? Because I don't care if you're qualified for 800000 if you don't want to pay $5,000 a month. Sure. You know, right. I, I, only, I don't want to go above two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's yeah. where I want to direct it from there. Right. Right. You know? Okay. And, and with uh, um, our rates right now, uh, still pretty low? Yeah. Still historically low. We're still seeing sub three. But again, it all depends on the type of product, uh, your credit scores, your down payments. There's a lot of factors that go into it. But again, just reach out to your lender and walk, walk through it with them. You know, some people have bad luck, uh, and it can ding your credit score. It, it's happened to me before uh, in years past with hospital bills, but these things can be fixed. They take a little bit of time, but a lot of people might get just off on it. You know, it's like, well, your credit isn't good enough right now for a loan, and they might just get bummed out and say, well, screw it. I'm never going to be able to get a house, but credit can be fixed. You're right, and, and so I was a credit analyst prior to becoming a financial guy, so I, I mean, it sounds exciting you know, <laughs> looking at credit reports all day long but uh, having that experience allows me to sit down dig through a credit report with a borrower and say yeah maybe you're not quite where we need you yet mm-hmm. but if you do this this and this let's talk in three six months and mm-hmm. now those borrowers that come back because they they focus like they yep. really get in and dig in and they're they're accomplishing something and then when they come back and they see their scores have improved and they are able to buy they're a customer for life mm-hmm. and they're loyal I mean, they, yeah. they, they're finally someone took some time to talk to them and walk them through the process rather than, hey, what's your score? Oh, I'm probably around 600 click, you know. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate it is like that in our industry yeah. in certain aspects. And again, maybe because you're busy, you don't have the time to take on that type of borrower. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm always kind of like uh, the attorney thing. I'll give you your first hour for free. Come on in. Let's yeah. look at yeah. sure, it. Sure, sure. And you even see more and more now uh, places for rent even now. Uh, you have to have a certain credit score to even be able to go look at an apartment or a townhouse or anything like that. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's it's getting getting cutthroat, which is surprises me for the amount of rentals in this town that they're going to be that picky. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think if you have a rental, you just want it filled. But- now, I know that you, Adam, um, are very good at what you do. Um, I know when it comes to choosing the other pieces of the puzzle, like I've been talking about this morning, uh, lenders. I'm sure you've gone through a few. Uh, maybe yeah. it's even like interviewing you as a realty expert. Do you kind of do the same thing when you're looking for lenders to work with? Oh, exactly. Yep. And I tell my borrowers to shop around. You know, I give them a couple different names. I mean, Scott's awesome, but there's, you know, there's a lot of different lenders in town and there there's a lot of good ones, you mm-hmm. know, just like uh, agents, uh, you know, shop around. I mean, I'm not the best thing since sliced bread. There's other agents that might fit your personality better, mm-hmm. but at least interview them and, you know what I mean? Do the same thing with, with mortgages. Um, you know, the biggest thing for VA that drives me nuts are these online veterans programs. Cause yeah. they, I've said it numerous times, you know, it's like going around a military installation. Usually it's tattoo shops, uh, strip clubs and car lots, you know, mm-hmm. just because yeah. 
these car lots, they, they, they know the military is getting a paycheck and they just kind of um, do whatever they can to, to get the deal and 33% interest, whatever. So these online companies, when I see them catering to veterans, they don't always have, you know, the veteran's mm-hmm. name in mind. I actually got in a uh, kind of a argument or pissing match with the lady from uh, Veterans United the other day. Okay. Because, yeah, they... They refuse to send me referrals, which I'm fine with because mm-hmm. their mortgages suck, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, they're they're sending them to agents that aren't necessarily taking care of the veterans. Right. And I'm like, right. What, what do you care more about? Do you care more about the veterans, or do you care about more about your money? And she's like, Well, of course we care about them. I'm like, I disagree. Yeah, and, and with know? these TV commercials, uh, for example, you know that um, a lot of these TV commercials, right off the bat, they're gonna have, they're gonna have like a a downfallen vet, you know, yeah. just like these ASPCA commercials, you know, they just melt your heart within the first five seconds. And right then there's the hook. They bit. Now let's just work this, even though we're crappy. Yeah. Well, oh, just like, I hate to say it, but the panhandlers, mm-hmm. a lot of them say, Oh, vet disabled vet. Well, you know what? Are you really, <laughs> or is that just a selling point on your side? You want to hear a good one. Uh, I used to have a guy work for me when I was in construction. And uh, he had a good job, and he was a good worker. I caught him out panhandling out on 32nd. So I asked him the following week at work, I go, what's the deal out there? Is there something going on? And he goes, how do you think I pay for all these tattoos? He's all tattooed up, and I'm like, wow, are you really kidding me, man? You should have lied to me or something. You never should have told me that. (laughs) Because now that gives me the idea that maybe that's what they're all doing, even though they're probably not. Yeah, I was over in Crookston one day, and... um wife ran into hugo's and i'm sitting in the parking lot and there's this guy you know holding the sign will work for food and i did you the, the 10 min 15 minutes i was there i bet three or four people dropped off bags of groceries mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then he grabbed them walked over and put them in the back of a like a newer suv yeah. and walked back where i'm like <laughs> yeah we'll you know, work for food or if you put a sign up at least people are thinking hey the guy's even willing to work let's just give him some food yeah you know instead of Need money to live yeah. or something like that. Now, when it comes to mortgages, see, I didn't know anything about this stuff until I bought my first house. And uh, do most mortgages, does somebody else buy the mortgage or how does that work? So I, I can answer that one. It, it varies. <clears throat> Excuse me. So some, some banks will service their loans. They'll keep mm-hmm. their paper and hang on to it. Where some will be like a brokerage or even correspondent lenders. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of a hybrid, but... What we have is we have the option of uh, I could lock with a U.S. bank, a Wells Fargo, a Chase. I could take it right to Fannie, or we can hang it here at Benchmark. So it's all those options. And the nice thing is you can put in all the parameters, and boom, here it comes. Mm -hmm. Now, you might see very similar rates across the board, or you might see some swings. Okay, And that just tells you that some of these investors might say, you know what, we're good. We, we have enough of that paper. We don't want it. So their rates might be a point higher. And all they're just trying to tell you is don't send it to us. We mm-hmm. don't want it. Sure. So, I mean, there's those things. So it, it's, it's a unique uh, you know, world. Uh, some people are pretty hung up on, I want to know where I'm sending my, my loan. Okay? So I want to go right to wherever. Well, I might come back to them and say, yeah, but they're a quarter of a point higher interest rate. Is it really that big of a deal to you? Do you want that? And some of them will say, yes. Okay. That's fine. It's your call. I'm going to take it where you a want. Quarter that, that that's a lot when it comes to you're talking three hundred thousand yeah. dollars or whatever. Over the life of a loan, it can be a lot of money, mm-hmm. and I, I don't care. I mean, my my student loan goes to the bank in North Dakota. I have a pickup through SunTrust. I mm-hmm. have a mortgage through Benchmark. I mean, it yeah. all 
Yep. I pay them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, Adam, we have been talking about this for a long time, ever since we started these Berkshire Hathaway biweekly podcasts about, say I'm thinking about buying a house and, and, and it's always good to get a hold of you probably a couple of months in advance, because if you want it done right, that's what it takes. Is it better to talk to somebody like Scott Meyer before they come to you so they know they have been approved or, or how would you would you rather meet with them first? I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, if you have a lender or whatever you want to reach out to or someone you trust, go ahead and go to your lender before talking to, you know, myself or another agent. Um, you know, but if you're new to this, you know what I mean, don't know what to do, reach out to an agent. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They can always point you in the direction of a, you know, a good uh, good lender trying to figure out, okay, what best fits you, um, you know, and go from there. So either way is fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As long as you're just taking the steps. Mm-hmm. Um and the biggest thing is, is first-time home buyers are so confused, you know. Oh and, yeah, it, it, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to it, and that goes back to Scott with the credit score. You know, I run into a lot of people that are like, "Well, I want to buy this. I have the cash, but I don't have credit. I've never mm-hmm. had to do anything." You know, so maybe take out. I've had people take out like a fifteen hundred dollar loan, take that fifteen hundred dollars, put it in their account, and just have it the monthly payments come out of that account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're paying interest on it, but it shows a, you know. I had a good friend that was uh, had an NHL hockey career, um, made a lot of money, uh, didn't have any credit. And so when he finally retired and got his first house, he was he wanted to pay cash for it. But he thought to himself, well, it's probably not going to last me forever, this cash. So I have to build some credit. So he went and got a loan. I know another guy, same thing, paid for cash, everything his entire life because he's got a bunch, but had a hard time getting a cell phone because he didn't have any credit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, he could just go say, here, I'm just going to buy it flat out. But uh, credit means a lot. Um, yep. So, uh, you know, if, if even if you're you're thinking maybe your credit's not that good, uh, go in and talk to either one of you guys. It's a big, it's an important step. Come on in. Like I said, we want to sit down with you. Every, I, I want to get every borrower into my office for at least an hour. And, and we do this, what we call the worry-free mortgage guarantee. And we big screen TV and we go through it. We talk about the costs. We talk about their credit scores. We talk about all that. And what I try to do is that last 15 minutes or so, I, I let the agent know, hey, your customer's coming into my office at three o'clock. Can you be here at 345? Because we want everybody to be on the same page. We're all part of a team. And then Adam can go, well, you know, Scott told me you're good to 250 and you have 10,000 in the bank. And I was there. I saw with my own eyes. Why, are my, why am I looking at a 330 and you're going to have to bring 40,000. What's, you know, this isn't adding up. And, mm-hmm. and it's a little more accountability too, because that's the hard part. I, I get that call a lot from, from agents. Hey, I'm going to be looking at this property and I just want to double check. For some reason, I think that they were qualified for this. And I'll be like, nah, you're right. You're right. It, it just, because you get discouraged, you've lost out, your expectations are wrong because you've been looking at that higher range and now you came down. So that's why I, I really strive to get the borrowers in the office with the agent the first time, get a game plan. It takes, I mean, honestly, those deals go so much smoother. Sure, I bet. Yeah. Now, how does somebody get a hold of Scott Meyer? Well, you can call me at 218-791-7655, talk to Adam, or even just stop by our office downtown. We're in the Chamber Building. Okay. It's a, it's a great location. The construction is wrapping up finally, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it looks nice. You okay. know, and it's, it's actually, being at the Chamber, they had that little parking lot to the mm-hmm. north. That has been a lifesaver this oh, summer. Boy, oh, I bet. I bet. Coming in from the north side. <laughs> yeah. And how does somebody get a hold of realty expert Adam Helgeson? Well, there's multiple ways. 
Best is my cell, 701-317-1750. You can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com, or call any of us real estate experts at Berkshire Hathaway, 746-0303. All right, thank you, gentlemen. And uh, like we always say, if you're thinking about buying or selling and that house needs a little bit of work, get a hold of Adam Helgeson at Berkshire Hathaway and then get a hold of Executive Properties. Phone number 701-330-1273 or go to executiveproperties.org. They can get you all set up in your new house or the house that you're selling. Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Adam Helgeson will be back again Friday morning. Till then, have yourself a great day. 